Yeah, would have uh, I would have saved some time if I realized the mic was on <laughs> or off. I just <laughs> got a cold mic over here, folks. Yeah, <clears throat> some frozen Michaels. <laughs> Right, we're here, and it's time to say that it would be nice. What would be nice, August? Oh, so many things. First of all, these allergies, man. Oh, God, yeah. God, you walked in. I was... <coughs> yeah. Yeah, you walked in with me having a bloody nose and, and stuffy. Pe- and, and listeners probably noticed, like, I try to turn my the microphone away, but I constantly am clearing my throat because it's just this constant buildup of phlegm in my throat. <coughs> yeah, there it is. Um... No, I mean this, uh, uh, dude. Every time the weather goes from uh, summer to fall, fall to winter, spring or winter to spring, I just my allergies flare up and it starts. It's like I see it coming. Like uh, I just get bloody noses. And I woke up two nights ago in the middle of the night with a bloody nose. Um, since then, I've been stuffy and itchy, and and then. Uh, Right as you're walking in the door, I had just one pouring, and uh, and yeah, it's uh, it sucks. It's uh, it will go away in the next couple of days, but uh, as spooky and as beautiful fall weather is, I love the cool weather. It's great, man. But shoo, the first few days is rough on your body. And you see it like I I just I just have perpetual allergies. They just don't stop. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I think I've just had allergies every day. For like I don't know, maybe since I was like seventeen or something. I don't know. Wow. Maybe I need to like actually take allergy medicine more often. But so often it's just like throughout the day it's just a lot of <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know stuffiness of the nose in the mornings and at nights. And I, I was just recently reading about this. Like the reason it's always bad in the morning at night is because your immune system works extra hard at uh, nighttime. So that means it's producing more of mucus and stuff to fight whatever's like fucking with you. Hmm. But, like, that's why, like, I always wake up and I'm like, well, why am I so bloody? But, like, it's like, oh, it's just, it's just processing. I didn't it gets know better. that. Huh. Science. I, you know, I don't think, it's, it's weird. <laughs> now I hear that all the time. Um, yeah. And our listeners hear that all the time. And uh, everyone I hang around with hears that all the time. My brother will sometimes even mockingly clear his throat back at me. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, fucking asshole. Oh, what an asshole. Um, <clears throat> no, I, uh, I don't think I even realized I had allergies until I was, like, way later in life like i thought i was like i don't have allergies and then it was just like every year i started realizing oh i'm starting to feel like blah when the weather changes oh why am my nose bleeding all the time and i'm like ah allergies because i just hear it you know even now it's like my my nose is all dry and and kind disgusting of feel scratchy and feel you, scratchy you like scratch the inside of it but that's where the scab is yeah and then you know my worst thing is now anytime i have a slightly runny nose even if it's just like right like, oh shit and i'm like oh no, i'm thinking it's blood so i'm constantly checking my my finger you know i'm, I'm seeing if it's blood or not and then I'm, i do that everywhere so it looks like i'm always like picking my nose or something but it's it's just my anxiety tripping out <laughs> i was at i was at my improv group a couple weeks ago and uh I, we were like in line to do like yes and scenes with people and like I'm in the middle of the line and I feel like some kind of trickle yeah. through my nose and I, like I was immediately like that ain't a mucus trickle and I had to like miss my scene and everything actually no I went through with my scene and I'm just like it better not start gushing in the middle of this scene in front you, of everyone wouldn't that be cool though you had a big old bloody nose in the middle of your scene and, and you like let it you let it ride and you were like getting crazier as it went on and, there, and then you stormed off to go clean up and they're like Wow, method acting! What a method actor! <laughs> like, wow, that was intense. They like, give you like a standing ovation. 
Oh man! But you know what? That's just that was just uh, that's just the intro. We're, we're, we got we have a lot of things oh, that would man. be nice tonight. Folks. Yeah, no, that was just uh, that's just me <laughs> bitching about having allergies. Uh, no, really, I think you know my thing. I have, I have a few things, but I'm not sure how deep I want to get into them. Uh, but the the one thing I did want to talk about is movies. Okay, mm-hmm. so. It's going to be a little controversial, I think, but this is what we're here for. So, uh, so we got, okay, so I just watched Hocus Pocus 2. I, I also did. Okay. I have not seen the original. You know, what? Dude. So it's one of those, it's in that long list of like movies that everyone from my generation watched, but I somehow never did. And then I became an adult and was like, do I go and watch it and like, it doesn't hit because I'm an adult now huh. and I end up hating it and everyone hates me for hating it, but it's like... It's always been on my list as like a maybe when I'm like seeing someone and they they're like what I can't believe you've seen it that would make like a fun little like you know cuddle night and just watch yeah. that movie but uh um okay so I grew up watching Hocus Pocus too I mean as like you said most you mean, you mean one oh yeah sorry the first one see I'm so mad about Hocus imagine, Pocus too yeah. imagine there's gonna be children that are growing up watching this movie oh man okay yeah that's well that's the thing okay. <laughs> So the first one is a classic, all right? I love the first one. I mean, yeah, it's cheesy, it's a Disney movie, all that jazz. But it's it's a it's good. It's got that 90s feel to it. It's a it's a classic, you know, uh movie for young minds. But anyways, so I really wasn't excited for Hocus Pocus 2 other than the fact that they were making Hocus Pocus 2, but I was like, "Ah, we'll see." There's that whole deal of like and I think I think we've talked about this. Maybe I talked about it to myself, but there's this whole deal of like companies realizing that the little kids that watched certain movies a long time ago mm-hmm. are now grown ass adults who have their own kids, and it's like we could make a sequel to this, and they'll just watch it. We don't we don't care how bad That's it is. That's exactly what it is, man. And um, so I really wasn't excited for it, but we we ended up watching it, and um, I thought it stunk. I really did. Yep. I just thought it was. I thought it was okay. Baloney. I thought it was just kind of okay. I thought stunk like my ass on a dirty day. It was just, it. I thought, uh, you know, and here's the reason, okay? Here's the reason why I think it just, it just played out because, like you said, they're, it's a cash grab for these, for the, the kids that grew up. Now they're older and they've got kids. So it's like, okay, let's make a sequel to this movie. Yes, it's nice that they brought the original actors back. But here's my thing about new movies like that, like, like these sequels and remakes and soft reboots. You know, soft the, the reboots, ones where they kill like, off a few of the original characters and then they introduce the new cast. Yeah, and, well, and and then even like, and I've liked a few of those. Yeah, I mean, some are fine, but even like Marvel's starting to dip in this territory with like their new Phase Four stuff. You know, Thor: Love and Thunder is a big example of it. But here's my thing, and and, and like I don't mean to offend anybody because. I'm not, I don't care. You know, it's like, I think I, I'm, I'm all in for everybody. I love everybody. But like these movies are like trying to force all these different, like, you know, people on you. Like, you know, they're trying to force different, um, the most diverse cast and, and, you know, sexual orientations and everything on you that I think it's like, it's kind of exhausting sometimes. Like, it's like I'm, I'm all for like diversity, but it's like, it definitely feels like they're 
they're not doing it because they care about having a diverse cast or giving like a chance for a gay or trans or you know right. Asian actor. They're doing it because it's like, oh, people want to buy have this. To do. It's, ra- it's not. It's rainbow capitalism. That's what we have to do. That's like the mentality. You know, like the thing is, like, like I said, I'm I'm all for everybody being a part of everything, but like, you know, when you watch movies back in the day, who had diverse casts, they weren't going into that thinking we have to have a diverse cast to you know tell this horror story or this kids movie or anything like that they just did it and it was awesome but now it's like you're kind of having like this this thing where like you said it's like this kind of like a corporate mentality where it's like it's got it's the check boxes of like i gotta make sure this and like this is like tangentially related but like uh overwatch 2 came out pretty recently and pretty recently someone leaked this thing where Blizzard had like a score sheet for how diverse the characters were, so people were like, "Oh, you're more diverse if you're if you're black than you are white. You're more uh, diverse." Yeah. If, and it's like kind of like it's almost hilarious how like dystopian it is because it's just this weird thing of like how do they decide how diverse something is? And the funniest thing about that was they listed Korean as like less diverse than Chinese or what? Japanese. Wow. You know why? Because Blizzard made StarCraft and StarCraft is insanely popular in Korea. So uh. they're they're familiar with like a Korean audience and it's just it's this bizarre weird thing of like instead of designing good characters from the get-go and being like, "Hey, if they had this background, that would be kind of cool and we could do this and that." Yeah. It was like, "What what what have we not done yet?" Right. Well, that and you know, it's just like you're seeing it more and more and more, especially with these mainstream movies and and, and everything. And it's just kind of like they're they're forgetting the the story. They're forgetting the, the the actual like depth of things and and everything. It's just I don't know. It's just it's kind of distracting almost. And it's it's just like let's just go back to making good movies. You know, like so these. It, you you mentioned all that, but like I just I just thought like the main, I mean a complaint with Hocus Pocus too is that like. I mean, like the main characters were kind of nothing. Like they didn't really have any personality yeah, at all. Right. That was the, it. It was cheesy, and 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 you know, obviously, it's supposed to be kind of cheesy in that sense. But I guess it's kind of hard to talk about Hocus Pocus two versus one with you because you haven't it. seen the first one. But there's like like there's a part you know in Hocus Pocus two where they're singing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they're singing that one song. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, oh my god, and like I was like. And then I was like, what? They did that in the first one? I'm like, no, they did a good, like, singing sequence in the first one. Like, this one just seems like it's... They're doing it because it's on the list of nostalgia Yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot of things about it that just was like... It was not, like... It was not fun for me. It was was just, like, kind of too campy or too cheesy in a way that just wasn't enjoyable. Like, my my kid would like it when he's, you know, three years old. I have to give my piece on this, and that's that... The reason I watched it without having watched the first one was because uh, my brother was like, hey, we're making pizza and the kids are going to watch this if you want to come over. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. The kids, it's, I, it's, it's like some extra, like, you know, proxy happiness from seeing them get excited over Halloween and whatnot. And I watched it and I'll, I'll give, there's a couple things that I did like. One, I, I, I just like the shots in the woods where there's the big moon in the background and the trees mm. are all dead and it looks, I just like that kind of yeah. atmosphere and that was cool. Um, and second... Uh, the scene where I forget the character's name, but the the guy who's trying to resurrect the witches, mm-hmm. he's given the speech to the crowd, and he says like, "Oh, you, it must be a candle lit under moonlight by a virgin." And this kid oh, yeah. in the audience says, "What's a virgin?" And he's like, uh, "It's someone who's never lit a candle before." Yeah. And my nephew Jack goes, "I'm one," and he said, <laughs> "Mommy, are you?" And she's like, "Oh, no, I've lit a candle before." And he's like, "Daddy," and I'm like. 
Well, let's, let's, yeah. Now that's and, good. And then he turns to me. He's like, Uncle John. I'm like, I've lit a few candles. And my, my brother just goes, <laughs> well, I played with a few candles. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I. it would have been, it's funny that he just said, I'm one. But yeah. it's like, I'm wondering if there's going to be like this little wave of kids going to school who are like going to go around and asking people if they're virgins. <laughs> yeah, that, that, now that's fun. That's good fun. And that line was pretty good. That, that's like, I don't remember there being any other like lines that were written for like for adults but aren't you know those lines right. where it's like it's not vulgar but it's like if you're a kid you just don't really get it yeah yeah i don't remember anything else like that in that movie yeah um no i mean uh, that was that was probably one but uh but that that was good look it wasn't like a i, I know i just said it stunk but for me it stunk like if i was watching with my son and he was old enough to kind of do that like that would be great but anyways me watching Hocus Pocus 1, Hocus Pocus 2, 1 trumps it uh, 10 times more. But my only complaint was kind of just observing that movie and observing, like, a lot of recent movies I've seen. Um, and then especially that Marvel one. It's just kind of like, oh, like, it's just so in your face. Like, let's, you know, gentrify everything and, and make it, like, like it's got to be this kind of diverse thing versus it's we're telling the story. And don't get me wrong. I... I I'm the last person who wants to see a bunch of white people make a and movie. Like, like there's got to be like, I just I mean, feel like I, I, I think do about feel like it if enough, you or I don't know, it is it's it's a tricky topic in a lot of ways because I'm not quite sure how I go about it because it's like we're both indie filmmakers but we also live in Knoxville, Tennessee, well, and yeah. it's not the most diverse population here, so we don't. But there's also the whole deal of like sometimes if you're gonna do like a diversity cast, like make sure like you make them distinct characters mm. and like. And also, like, work with the actors and see if they yes. have any, like, culture that they want to work with. Uh, yes. Something I'm thinking about is that recent movie, Prey, was pretty Prey cool. Prey was great. All Native American yeah. cast. Well, except for, like, the French people that were in it, but, like... No, and that was, like, that's a great way to do, like, a diverse movie and make it badass and fun and everything. My only complaint with that movie was they they spoke way too good English. They, they, <laughs> they talked like people like, from modern day. Yeah. And it's like it's cool that there was a um a Navajo dub, but it yeah. would have been cooler if they just spoke Navajo. Right, yeah, and then yeah. it's like not get bent, watch it with subtitles. Yeah. But you know, I think in context it, it just needs to be like I don't know. It's a tricky tricky subject and and I'm not here to, you know, say anything bad about anybody, but it's just it's just kind of one of these things now that I'm noticing more and more and more and I feel like the quality of movies behind it isn't justified for a lot of the 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 advertising. It's pandering. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, and I'm just remembering the 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 scene in Endgame when all the female characters show up on screen. They're like, "Hey, we're here. But we see, exactly. do that." And that's just kind of like it's yeah. it's so forced. Yes, yes. It's, it's so everything's like, just so forced now, and that's my only complaint. It, everything's just so forced. Like that shot is like is like that movie's perfect. Besides that one shot, because it's just it's in your face like a cringe. Like here we are, and like it it kind of lingers on it for a second. Like okay. Like, well, there's a great, you've not seen the boys, but there's a great scene in season two of the boys where all the female characters are like curb stomping the female villain. Oh, and yeah. it's like, you, you, cause like the, the boys, they take the piss out of like Marvel and DC yeah. all the time. So you, you know, that's what they were doing with right. that season. Yeah. So, but anyways, you know, I, I, I just, you know, cause I'm watching, um, we're on, we're in the spooky season. So may I'm as watching. Well, may as well get into that yeah, now. So I'm diving into, uh, the movies. I got Hocus Pocus 2 under my belt. Uh, let's see. I rewatched Friday Thirteenth, uh, Part Two. That one's all right. Yeah, I like it. Um, Part Three and up. I th- we talked about that last time. It mm-hmm. starts getting like in, yeah. in my zone. Um, let's see. I watched. 
So My Bloody Valentine. I've, so I've still the remake of that. I saw the remake only also, but yeah. I watched the original last night. And um, I liked it more than the, the remake. I Not thought it surprising. was good. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Very And, and speaking of diversity... There was not no diversity in that movie. I didn't see one black guy in that movie, and that's and I even noticed that, and I was like, "That's not cool." They should have had at least a black guy in this movie. But but um, there, but if you've seen the documentary, it's on Shutter called Horror Noir. Uh, no, I haven't. It's kind seen of a, it. it's like a history of like black people in horror, and like one of the biggest things they emphasize is how it's like when black people were given roles in horror movies, it was to be killed first. Yeah. It was to play like sketchy people. It was to play like criminals. And there was this whole deal of like, come on guys. Yeah. That, and see, Quit typecasting oh, us. Oh dude. That, and, and I hate that too. But speaking of, uh, there's another tangent real quick, but, but, um, I, so I posted, remember when we shot the first day of he comes to kill mm-hmm. Michael Mathis was there and, uh, and love Michael. He's, uh, he's in the lion's den. He plays a small character in uh, he comes to kill. So he was the only uh, black guy on our uh, in our scene, you know, in our photo. And I posted on Reddit, and all these comments were great. All of them were great, except for one. He said, "I bet he's getting killed first. That's and I was like, "Dude!" I literally commented and said, "That's the most fucked up thing you could have said." And then he deleted it. Ah, yeah, I know. Coward. I know. What a coward. See, but- my initial thought is that because he plays the cop in that scene, it's like he's the only sane person in this castle full of crazy white people yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so but uh no but and reddit's a whole other thing I'll, i'm probably gonna say that for another episode God, yeah. but yeah that's a whole other thing i have some more complaints we're, about we're on that. spooky month we're, we're talking about spooky. spooky stuff uh what else did i watch i watched um you watched it oh yeah i rewatched chapter i rewatched one. that pretty recently i I, re- I tried to reread the book and i it's that book is good really good but it is very long-winded and i got tired of going through it again yeah i liked i liked chapter one the remake chapter two we saw that together and was we did like, it was kind so, of like so long. walked out and being like why was that not why was that not good it was one of those you ever like walk into a movie and you're like this should be a slam dunk like this should be pretty good like when i when i watched halloween kills i'm like this is gonna be good yeah. this is gonna be good and then uh then evil evil died that night evil died plenty of times um, and I watched Taking of Deborah Logan. So that's on my rewatch that, list. Did you? Uh, so you've already seen it? I've already seen it. It's been a long time. Oh, okay, okay. So, because I saw it on your list, that's and I was like, and I I just kind of started. If you hit the button that says read notes, you'll see where ah, I wrote gotcha, everything. I gotcha, I gotcha. So I, re, I I watched that for the very first time. Uh, it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was there's all right. A, the, there's the, uh, most, most people talk about that movie. They talk about that one shot at the end. Oh, yeah. That, that was good. Yeah. You know, it was a found footage movie. And um, found footage movies for me are hit or miss. You know, they're just like they can be really good and really, really scary, or it just it just kind of drags for me. Yeah. You know, I've I thought, seen some that drag for a long time, and then like the last ten minutes are like, here, here's all the good shit. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I don't know. There were some parts in it that were trying pretty hard, and that I didn't mind. But it, probably the end was the best. And yeah, but I. I can't. I think I gave it like two and a half on yeah. Letterbox or something. It was okay, but um, it was definitely one I wanted to watch before. Um, the last found footage movie I think I saw was um, the the new Paranormal Activity that was came out last year. There was a new Paranormal Activity. Yeah, it's like a Paramount Plus. I stopped. It, I stopped at like I think it was five. I the think one, I, there was the one that took place in Mexico. That's the last one I watched. I stopped at like three or four. Yeah, after, the after first that. three I think are pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Because they all tie in together, too. The, four, the like, fourth one's the one where they have the Xbox Connect, and that's how they detect the ghosts. And that's, uh, yeah. that's such, like, a dated reference. It's People are going to be like, what? Do you remember when the Connect was, like, the next big thing? Everyone was like, 
or like Xbox was making it sound or making it. It look was like, going to be the next big thing, and then they had this whole deal about how it was like required to like use your console, and everyone's like, "Stop! No, I don't yeah, want to use it." Yeah, it was like it. It just I never. I don't think I ever used it. Really. I, I mean, I, I, I use it at someone it. else's. I, yeah, but... I played it at someone else's house, and it's just like this is a novelty. Yeah. It's like you know, it's like I had a Wii, and I loved my Wii, but my favorite games on the Wii were like. Mario and Zelda it wasn't it wasn't the stuff where you like yeah. moved around and whatnot it was just good ass games that occasionally were like oh you pointed it at the screen every yeah now and then. yeah yeah I never really bought into the connect too much but but yeah spooky season is is full throttle in yeah. the household we yeah, are got, I, every day I gotta try to put something on I've not been watching stuff every day just because you know sometimes I'll I, I like to try to keep it at night because I have uh, y'all who follow the, the gram saw my cool setup which yes. I've added stuff to it just a few I had to post stuff. it, man. It was a cool. It's, it was a really nice it's setup, really nice dude. Setup. I like it a lot. It's really good. I got my pumpkin spice candle and everything. I was everything. jealous. I was like, that son of a um, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, I would say you could have your own like that, but uh, you go to the stores and you don't find shit, as we ah, talked about yeah. last episode. Check out the episode three. Yeah. Uh, so I've watched a few things, and I'm going to talk about it in like reverse order because it's like, so far I've watched one movie that I thought was really good, and then one that I thought was not that good, and one that was okay. So last night. I watched a movie called Castle Freak. Okay, I haven't heard of that one. Uh, it's directed by Stuart Gordon. He directed the films From Beyond and Reanimator. Ooh, Reanimator. Uh, I love Reanimator. Yeah. Uh, I thought From Beyond was really good. Uh, this one took me by surprise in, like, not a bad way, but in a uh way. And the first thing that took me by surprise was starting the movie and being like, why is it not widescreen and why does it kind of look like shit? Huh. And I look it up and I'm like, this was a direct-to-video movie. And like... When did it come out? Ni- like, 93. Okay. And it's like, direct-to-video doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing because it just means like maybe lower budget, the studio didn't want to take a risk. The real issue with direct-to-video is you take film, you can scan it back at like 8K, 16K resolution and it still looks good. When you make a movie and you shoot it on video, mm. it's always going to look like crap. Yeah. And so this movie just kind of like... And it was also, you could tell it was a lower budget. Like, there were nowhere near as many effects and stuff. Uh, it was all right. It's got, uh, from the beginning, it has, like, the most obvious ADR I've ever heard in a movie. <laughs> like, immediately, I'm like, holy ADR. Holy yeah. cow. They didn't even bother to, like, try to make it match the, uh, like, the tone of, like, the room that they're in. But it's it's pretty neat. It's just this family moves into a castle, and uh, there's a castle freak that lives in the basement, and he gets loose, and he's freaky. And it gets, it's got some gnarly stuff in it, and it's got some cool stuff. But overall, it was just okay. Huh. But uh, I bought a, I bought a direct-to-video Blu-ray uh, a few months ago called Zombie Cop. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just saw that on your shelf just a few minutes ago. And it's I'm actually like, oh, pretty shit. cool. It's, it's, it, I mean, like, it's okay, but it's got that. It's like you described it. It was shot on like home video, essentially. Well, it's like if I watched this movie again, it's like I would like to actually get a VHS tape and put it in and yeah. play it on a, t- a tiny TV, but like opening it on Shutter and seeing not widescreen and like yeah. that that just, video quality, jarring. it was just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. I didn't expect this because like reanimator and from beyond are like really well shot and have like really cool aesthetics uh-huh. and this one is just it looks so dull in comparison yeah. but it's overall pretty good huh. i watched reanimator for the first time a couple years ago and i loved it I it's it so good, good. Yeah. it's so good it's gnarly as hell yeah it, is. it gets really wild by the end of it yeah. i uh i i've been i'll get to this later but like i need to i've been i haven't started my reading for like halloween yet and uh-huh. i've got a lot to read so i have like the complete lovecraft and edgar Allan poe wow and like so Lovecraft wrote Reanimator, and like I need to, I need to go back huh. and read that. And then there's, there's a lot of stories I got to read. But I'm talking about movies. Yeah. Now. All right. Continue. Um, I watched a movie the other day that uh, it's called I Saw the Devil. I don't think I've seen that one. It is a Korean film, and the director I forget his name. 
and but he also directed a film called A Tale of Two Sisters, which I watched last year and I did not like. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, this one sounds cool. And like a lot of the reviews on Letterboxd were like, this is the most fucked up thing I ever seen. Mm. This is this is fucked up. This will stick with you. It's disturbing as hell. Basic plot is this um this woman gets like brutally murdered by some guy and turns out the woman was engaged to like this FBI agent, Korean FBI, whatever they call it. I think it's like NIS or something. And he's like, I'm going to get revenge. And it's like, you'd think that he's just going to find him and kill him. But like the general gist of the movie is he finds him and then he fucks him up. And then he makes sure he's like safe. He like, makes sure his wounds are stitched up and he's got money. And he's like, go on. And then he finds him again and just keeps doing that. Oh. And after a couple times, it's like, all right, guys, uh, the, gi- the gimmick's kind of worn out. What are we doing here? And then it does this thing that I'm, I'm so sick of. I'm so sick of in stories. I'm so sick of in movies of revenge is bad. You know that revenge is bad. It'll tear you apart and it'll make you feel bad. Ah. And it's like, yeah, we get it. Everyone who tells a revenge story thinks they're being clever mm-hmm. by doing this. And it's like, you don't have anything new to say. And like, even if you do a revenge is bad story, like this one didn't do it very well because it was like, like there's so many times where it's like he's waiting for the perfect moment to get with this to like attack this guy and while he's waiting we're seeing this guy like sexually assault people and it's just like oh you want your revenge but you want the perfect moment so you're going to allow this person to get horribly uh-huh. fucked up and raped that's that's cool that's really cool you man and i don't know i want to watch a revenge movie where the revenge is rad because it's just yeah, cool and yeah. whatnot but this movie it is really brutal it's got some really gnarly stuff and some gnarly stuff that's like cool in the moment and like whoa that's fucked up but uh-huh. it's exhausting and it's like two and a half hours oh, long God. and like by the end of it i'm just like okay guys this could have been an hour and a half long and that's uh, another complaint of movies these days are so long I, my letterbox watch list is just filled with like three hour yeah, long movies so that, long. three hour long movies that people are like this is a masterpiece and i'm like okay it better be dude, because not, that's an afternoon yeah dude 90 minute movies are perfect oh, dude two, the two hour long movie that's like that gives it just enough time to have a little extra yeah yeah mm-hmm. and yeah my boy valentine last night was 90 minutes and i was like oh yes perfect like, castle freak was an hour and a half and it perfect. was just like i wasn't really feeling it that much but it's like it's 20 minutes it's a quick left. yeah it's a it's quick whatever. thing then yeah um and then uh first movie i watched of the season and i i always try to make sure i do my research i'm like I got to make sure the first movie I watched of the season is is ballin'. I yeah. got to make sure it's good. And uh, this one was from a director I like I like a lot for the most part. He directed uh, House of the Devil, which is an excellent '80s style slow burn movie that involves Satan and demon worship and all that shit. Uh, and then he directed The Innkeepers, which is a really good slow burn ghost movie. And then his so so effort with The Sacrament, which is kind of an okay like retelling of like the jonestown story i haven't seen any of those uh highly recommend the first two uh sacrament not so much okay uh but he's been he's been getting a lot of press lately because he directed a movie called x yeah which i watched and the prequel just came out called pearl which i've heard is really good so x uh first when i I first started watching this i'm like some texas chainsaw massacre ass shit because it's about these people that want to film a porno basically out in Leatherface's backyard. Okay. And, I mean, I don't need to tell you anything else because, like, you're out in the middle of the woods in Texas mm-hmm. and you're fucking and it's a slasher movie. What's you going know to, what's going to happen. What can go wrong? Uh, And, man, like, this movie takes a while to get going, but the characters are fun. It's cool. There's cool. 
you meet like the villains early on. Is and Kid like, Cudi in that movie? He is, yeah, and I did not yeah. recognize him because I don't think I've ever really like looked at Kid Cudi's face very much. Yeah. But when I got to like the credits, I'm like, motherfucker, get him, Kid Cudi. Yeah, dude. I remember him posting about that and uh, and saying he was involved with it, and I was like, oh, dude, I gotta watch that. But it's on my list, dude. It, it, it's on like I can't remember what it's on YouTube TV. It's connected it's to on one. Like, of, it's on like Showtime. I just rented, I think I just a Showtime it on Google. Okay, yeah, it's uh, on. It's connected. It's on Showtime, which if you have the add on or something, it streams on YouTube. But anyways, I, it's on my list. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it this weekend. It like, is, it does have a slow start, but once the kills start going, uh, they're cool. so good. And the first kill in that movie is like, oh, uh, if nice. you've seen it, if listeners, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. August, you got to get hyped. For I can't it. wait, dude. It's we'll talk about it next. We'll talk about it on the next one, man. Because yeah, I can't you, wait to you, you go for it, dude. I'm gonna watch it, dude. You I got go it for it. I literally have it on my list right so now. That's so that's what I've watched so far. Uh, I've been. I just finished reading like a nonfiction book today. I'm like, I've been like speeding through. I'm like, I finish this so you can read. I want to read Lovecraft. I want to read some Poe. I'm gonna read some Clive Barker. I've never read Clive Barker. I've read any of those. Uh, he wrote yeah. uh, the Hellbound Heart. And okay. that is what Hellraiser is based on. Mm. So he also has a short story Dude, new Hellraiser looks good. I've heard it's good. It got good reviews, too. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I've only seen the first two, and I've kind of heard the rest are kind of... I haven't seen any of them. Oh, yeah, those first two are gnarly. I, I want to I find them and watch them, but I, I can't wait to watch a new one. It looks good. Yeah. And, and it's getting good reviews. So. Uh, and I've been so conflicted on what games to play because it's like I love horror games but I can't stand horror games where all you do is run and hide mm. like Amnesia or Outlast it's like give me a crappy like lead pipe to fight back with ah, just yeah, something yeah. so I can make that decision because like what makes horror games so fun is it's like the fight or flight shit you know there's a it, I mean it, it, I guess it technically is a horror game but um, oh god what's it not Outlast um, Dying Light Dying, yeah dude I like Dying Light. I wanted to re- that. I wanted to replay it because it is it's a first person and you just pretty much craft like we- Z- zombies like, parkour. Yeah, zombie parkour, dude, and you craft weapons and it's RPG, dude, and it's it's intense because like when the sun goes down and the night comes, they all the zombies turn like super fast and like extra strong and they'll fucking like like sprint after you and shit, and you're like sprinting in the dark. Because that's and made by the guys who made Dead Island, and I love Dead dude, Island. Dude, Dead Island's great too. Finally, their their sequel's coming out sometime soon. But yeah, uh, that, that's been in development. Now. I know, like eight years or something. But dude, Dying Light, um, Dying Light is a legit game, and I played it a long time ago. I've been wanting to replay it for a while now. But uh, yeah, good a good like uh, horror video game is great. Outlast is Outlast was one of those games I really enjoyed, but. It gets exhausting. All you, do, all you do is run and hide. It gets exhausting. But I will say it was scary. It yeah, was, yeah. It, it's it was fucking terrifying. Um, but I've uh, I've got a lot. I've got three games on my list I'm going to try to finish this October, which I might be able to. And uh, two of them are replays. Uh, first, which I'm playing right now, is a game called Cry of Fear. And it is a mod for the original Half-Life. Huh. And it's... It's pretty cool. Like it's kind of janky at times because it's it's a mod. It's not it's not like a whole ass game, but like it's got some good atmosphere. It's got some freaky shit. Uh, don't have much to say about that, but I really hope I can finish this and have time to play through, replay, Silent Hill and Silent Hill Three. Because nice. uh, Silent Hill Two kind of like goes off in its own direction, but Silent Hill One and Three have a very interconnected story and. Man, those games have like the most gnarly atmosphere and some of the some fucked up shit and some like incredible soundtracks and stuff and uh and something I've been thinking about and it's like I like playing these games a lot and it's fun to revisit them 
And, you know, I, I miss, like, having, like, friends over and, like, just showing them, like, cool single-player games. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, our buddy Blake, uh, he, he's not that much of a gamer, but, like, sometimes when he'd come over, he just had a fun time of me showing him games because he just found, found, like, the worlds and stuff so cool yeah. and whatnot. So I was thinking I might boot up the old Twitch and I might, uh, I might stream some spooky stuff. Oh, uh, dude, you should. For our listeners. Uh, I'm not sure when, but uh, I'll, uh, when I decide... To do that, I'll I'll let you know, and you can post it on the gram and yeah, all yeah. that. Uh, and so I'll I'll do that. I won't I won't have any fancy stuff like emotes or jingles for subscribers or whatever. I'm just gonna get on there, and you can watch me play scary games. So you know, Twitch is one of those things I've always wanted to get into. I and I was like, yeah, maybe if I if I get to a certain place, I'll start it. But uh, I just never uh, never really got. I've to done do it, it a few times, and it's just like. I mean, you know, you, how do you? I don't even know how to set it up. Really, yeah, there's, a, there's an app called uh, Streamlabs, and you just you got to hook your shit up, and it's pretty easy for me where I play on PC. Cause ah, all yeah, all yeah. I do is I select. There's a window that drops down. You just select whatever game you're playing as it's on, and then it nice. just. Does yeah, that. I always had consoles, and I tried. Uh, yeah, I had to buy like some third party Elgato. thing. Yeah, it was it was crazy, and I was like, this is too complicated. I'm not gonna but do like. This. The great thing about Twitch is like, I mean, this isn't a great thing, but it's like. You know, there's the games that people are going to watch. People are going to watch Fortnite and Overwatch and anything that's brand new. And then there's the cert- there's the people that like have no matter what they do, they're going to have millions of viewers. Yeah. There's the people that have a smaller built-in base and it's like whatever. But like, what's comforting about it is like, I mean, like when I do this, I'm going to boot up like Silent Hill and I'm going to stream it. And Silent Hill is a game that came out like 23 years ago. And it has a dedicated following, but most people aren't logging in. Like, I'm going to look for someone streaming Silent Hill on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Someone like me who has zero followers or anything. So it's like, I'll be broadcasting it to the world, but like, no, no one's going to be Probably really no watching. One. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not going to get self-conscious or anything about that. You can just do your thing. Just do my thing yeah. and, you know, know that maybe some of the Strange Films crew are watching and whatnot. But uh, Yeah, you know, that's what's one thing. Anything that me and you do, we've got some loyal Strange Films uh followers there that's yeah. pretty cool yeah uh so yeah no that's cool man you should um yeah if you do it we'll definitely let the people know oh um, yeah but yeah yeah um oh another thing i've been watching uh casually and especially as i'm watching augie is goosebumps hell yeah dude brother. hell yeah hell brother. yeah dude i was the biggest goosebumps dude, fan me when too. I was a kid. and i was like i was like i thought of it and i was like oh dude it would be cool just to casually have it on as i'm chilling so I was like, look at it. They got the first five seasons all on Netflix. I think dude. that's actually it. Yeah, I they, I thought I saw like another season or something. It was available on Roku or whatever, but it might have been newer, newer yeah. Goosebumps. But the original, all on Netflix. So the first two episodes I watched was the Haunted Mask. Hell yeah, dude, that one, that, that one always, shit. yeah, that one when always they, when the masks out. start floating. Yeah, and like, dude. I forget. They're like they come say. back or like save us or stay with us. Or, I can't even remember got, her name. Yeah, but, now that we're on this tangent, I've, we could probably talk about goosebumps for the rest. of the I episode. know, right? But dude, so I watched. Uh, I watched those because those are one of the best episodes. And then I just started from season one, and now I'm on like episode four or five. I don't even remember. Remember like. I don't, because when I was a kid, it was just like, it would just come on and I would watch it and I would tape the episodes. And like, yeah. there were some episodes as a kid, and I was dedicated as a kid. There were some episodes of that show I never saw as a kid because they just never came on. There's a ton on there I haven't seen. There's a ton. And I I mean, there's like the, probably the ones that you know are like the, the mainstream ones, like the, the Night of the Living Dummies. The ones that had VHS and, yeah. releases. Yeah, exactly. Because like, I, I got stuff from the video rental store. Yeah. A lot. So there's a, there's a ton on there and there's so many episodes. I'm like, dude, I'm going to watch this all month long. This is great. Because they're not like great 
but they're nostalgic. There's nostalgic, and they're also kind of dark for being like they're actually really dark for being like a kids. Oh, I show, uh, you know, at one time when I was in elementary school, like. They had this bit where they'd split the class up into two groups. One would stay in the classroom and watch a movie. The other one would go to like recess, and then they'd swap out. And uh, I brought I brought a Goosebumps tape. It was a uh, Deep Trouble, the one where they got like the the fish monsters and stuff. Okay, and I brought it, but I was in the recess group, and I came back from <laughs> recess and I found out they turned it off four minutes in because everyone got scared. Oh no! <laughs> and uh, like and it's funny. Like I have, I actually brought back all my Goosebumps books from my mom's house, and they're just sitting in a box in my apartment. And I know I'm gonna like try to go through them because like I recently reread one of them, and it's just like every single chapter ends on a cliffhanger that is immediately resolved. Well, it, that's how the, uh, the the show is. It goes on a cliffhanger, and then it cuts to like to the be commercial. Continued. Well, it's like even even before the to be continued, like you know, it it, it cuts to like the transition where it would be a commercial. But then it comes right back. And then you're watching Netflix, it on Netflix, and, and it's just like it comes what? right back, and it's like immediately resolved. It's and so funny. It's like like the girl, she's like she steps on something, and she's like ah no my toe, and the kid, her kid brother's like no, and then like it cuts to its commercial, but it comes back a second later, and she's like ha ha just kidding, and like. <laughs> <laughs> It's so corny. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny, dude. It's like, that shit must have like gotten us as kids. Oh, though. I know. But you know what actually got me though? So I was watching. I think it's like the first episode of season one, and it's like um, about this this girl, which is what I was talking about. The, this girl who was playing um, jokes on her brother. She was always saying like there's monsters out there. And anyways. In the episode, she finds out her librarian is actually a monster. Yeah. He's eating like crickets and tarantulas and shit. And he's like, and he actually looks like fucking wild. So he's eating all this shit, and and he catches her, and he follows her all the way back home. And she's like telling her parents, and her parents are like, "No, he's not a monster." Da, da, da. And she's like, "Yeah, he is." And he, and she, they invite him over for dinner. He comes in, and the parents are like. Uh, you know, he's all being weird, and the parents are acting like it's, like, nothing. And then all of a sudden, uh, he's like, well, what's for dinner? And they're like, well, it was going to be meatballs, but now it's going to be you. And they're like, and the monster's like, what? And then all of a sudden, they grow, like, these vampire monster teeth, the parents, and they, they eat them. They eat them alive, dude. Like, it doesn't show it, but they show, like, they show like a weird silhouette of him like screaming and they show their teeth like constantly. So it's kind of intended that they eat him alive. And then when they cuts back to him, he wipes his mouth and he's like, mmm, delicious. And then it finds out that they're all monsters and they're just trying to make sure that there's no other monsters in town. And wow. it's just like, I was like, damn. Dude, they, dark. <laughs> that, that show and those books were like they would pull the most batshit twists out of nowhere. Yeah, I think my favorite one, and it was like I was obsessed with this book and the episode as a kid was like Welcome to Camp Nightmare. Oh yeah, uh, which we could go on a tangent talk about how amazing the cover art for those books was. Oh, I know, so good. I've got a few in the garage, dude. Because uh, of, yeah, because like Welcome to Camp Nightmare, it's like you see this tent and then you see like the sky is like kind of like this red glow and there's like dead trees and you see like you can't even make out its features but you see its big glowing eyes and you see this claw like oh, yeah. going at the tent but like the uh the sh the show episode had like had like campers like miss going like missing like in mysterious circumstances and it was kind of freaky and then like they get to the end of the episode and then like the camera like pans up and you see earth in the sky and it's like they're not even on earth and it's oh. like what what whoa <laughs> it's like, wow okay did you ever read the ones that were the uh choose your own adventure a few of them i like those i would always too. have to like 
whenever it got to a choice, I'd have to keep my finger on yeah. that page because it's like so often it's like, do you go down the tunnel or yeah. you do you climb the ladder? And it's like, I'm going to go down the tunnel. And it's like, they went down the tunnel and a crocodile yeah. came and ate them. And it's like, and oh, like, no. And then I go, you go back. And like, Actually, I was going up the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> no, those uh, Goosebumps is, is the shit, man. I'm, I'm watching them right now. I'm having a lot of fun. Did just... you ever see the movie? The new one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I watched it. It was pretty good. It was all right. Yeah. It was fun. It kind of had that... Um, Kind of had that, like, almost that 90s kind of, like, fun Disney yeah. movie kids vibe. Yeah. I never saw the second one, but that one's, they didn't get Jack Black back for that one. So oh, they didn't? That's what I heard. Okay, yeah. The first one was okay. I thought it was good. Um, yeah, I mean, I had fun with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, kinda... uh, when I was a kid, I, I sent, I, I filled out an application for the Goosebumps fan club. Oh, really? And apparently they'd already, like, shut down. Because, like, I all my Goosebumps, I found them at, like, thrift stores and stuff. But... They sent me back. They, they, I think they sent back like a letter being like, "Hey, Goosebumps fan club doesn't exist and whatnot," but they included an autographed picture of R.L. Stein. Ooh! I looked closely at it when I was an adult, and I'm like, "Oh, that's printed." Ah. <laughs> but it was like, it was still like the, <laughs> the fact that they knew that there were going to be kids that were going to be sending that that's stuff cool, in afterwards. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Oh, man, I love Goosebumps. I think Goosebumps is, like, one of the reasons why I'm so into horror now. Absolutely. I think probably an entire generation for you that You think matter. about it, man. It kind of stems, like, when you when you watch it now, you're like, oh, maybe, yeah. Like, you're like, oh, maybe this is why I like Some of the stories, kind of like, like the like the writing is simple for kids. The yeah. dialogue's pretty simple. But, like, some of, like, you take those story structures and it's just, like, you take that and it's like, I almost want to, like, write, like, like I know this sounds like edgy, but like write like R-rated gritty versions yeah, of those scripts dude. and stuff because some of them like you could do some, like I mean the haunted mask is like that's some body horror shit. It was wild, dude. I, I know. I always thought that that episode, those episodes were wild. The second but... one where he turns into an old man and there's like oh, spiders yeah, crawling out yeah. of him and everything. That's yeah. gnarly, Nam. Did you ever watch uh, R.L. Stein's um, Fear Fear Street? I never did. The trilogy? Uh, I keep, you know what? I keep forgetting that trilogy exists. It's a trilogy. So I'm going to have to. You should watch it, dude. Have to. Add it on the list. You, uh, plus your 80 movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fact that they're on like Netflix means I could just pull them up. So many of those movies. Yeah. Dude, there's movies I have on that list where like I use Just Watch to find out where they're at, and there's some where it's just like, it's nowhere, bro. You're ah, going to have to go get a DVD. Wow. Yeah, no, the, the Fear Street's all right. It's pretty good. Um, I think... Uh, Let's see, there's... There's 94, there's 94 and it's like 60-something, 70s? It's like 30 years apart, yeah. each one. Well, there's one that takes place in like the 1800s, right? Yes. That's the third one, Yeah, I think. So, yeah, it's 94, then it's like in the 70s, I think, and then it's the 1800s. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to give those a watch. Maybe not 30 years apart. I never read the that. Fear Street books. Yeah, I never, I never read those either, but the movies were pretty good i mean they're slashers um some parts are campy some parts are really fun some parts are really gory and crazy and and uh overall it's pretty it's pretty fun um yeah. i think the i think the 70s one wasn't my favorite i don't know i can't remember maybe the 1800s one i don't know there's one of them that was like eh, but the other two are pretty good and yeah. and uh but overall it's a nice like story it's an arc all through mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty cool it's pretty cool to have watch have you seen any of the hatchet movies i haven't seen any of them now do you know anything about them not really they are, they're all slashers. They're all really campy and they're all really over the top. Uh, they have some of my favorite kills I've seen. Nice. And they all take place in swamps, in a swamp, actually. It's this one guy, uh, Victor Crowley is the is the dude's name. And uh, he's, uh, he's, I think he's actually played by Kane Hodder. So mm-hmm. uh, they're just really gnarly, over the top, campy, vulgar slasher movies. And like, it's a trilogy uh i'd say the first two were the best and then there's the third one and it was it was pretty good but then they did a fourth one a couple years ago 
and it just it just didn't land at all. Mm. It's like and it's like the same people behind it, but it's just something about it just didn't land. It's just kind of meh. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Kane Hunter. Isn't there a fucking mayor? No. No. Who's, who's the mayor? Uh, that, I mean, his wrestling name is Kane. Yeah, but who's... Glenn Jacobs. Okay. Kane Hodder played uh, Jason in a couple ah, of those. Ah, there he is. I was like, Kane Hodder. I knew Kane. I was thinking Kane. Yeah, I was Blake like, met him once. Uh, uh, oh, Kane the wrestler mayor? No, Kane Hodder. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh, that's right. At the bar. He told, yeah. yeah, that's right. He, he used to meet a couple celebrities at his... Yeah, uh, the, the hotel. Hotel bar yeah. or whatever it was. Or hotel. But yeah. He's my few... He said he met Bob Dylan, I he, think. He waved at Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah, okay, there it is. But, yeah, now I was thinking, I was like, fucking Kane, the mayor. Yeah. Bastard. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm okay to say that. Fuck him. <laughs> he, he already got reelected, so we can say fuck him. Yeah, fuck him, dude. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, Hatchet's good uh, Good campy. I want to watch Wrong Turn, also. I haven't seen I've never Wrong Turn. I've never seen that. I know. I, I, and that's another series that I've heard is maybe the first one or two is okay. You, and, and, when yeah. you look at like all your movies you gotta watch, you, you, do you like try to like diversify? You're like, no, I just watched a slasher last night. Now I gotta watch a Haunted House movie. Uh, not really. Sometimes I just kind of go randomly, or I just, uh, I don't know. It's more like what I think I've been excited for most of. I try to do that, but then I, I don't want to, like, watch all the stuff I'm excited for and then have the stuff where I'm like, okay. Yeah, no. But it's it, like after I watched I Saw the Devil, it's like that was so brutal and, like, kind of depressing. Kinda I was like, like I, I need to watch something that's a, bit, like, a little bit campier. Yeah. Well, you know, the hard thing now <laughs> is trying to watch a movie when you have a 18-month-old running around. Yeah. It's just absolutely bananas, dude. It's, it's impossible almost. So you kind of just, like, My Bloody Valentine, yes, it was 90 minutes long. It was awesome. But at the same time, it took me three hours to watch because <laughs> I had to pause it like seven times. Uh, but uh, you know, you still you still watch them, and uh, on the weekends I've got more time to watch. But he, I'm kid free this weekend, and Hell I plan yeah. on doubling my uh, horror intake. Absolutely, yes. We got to make sure we have a uh, a time when we can like just. I mean, you ought to come over sometime with my setup and just. Oh, dude, I want to sit down and just. Do that and watch, yeah. a, watch a good horror film, horror real. film. Yes. I still think about that time a couple years ago we all watched Return of the Living Dead. That was a, such a blast. Me and Alex were the only ones who had seen it before, so, like, yeah. you and the Blakes got, like, such a great reaction out of everything. Yeah, that was such a blast, dude. It was so fun. Punk rock to its T, dude. Like, I the, my favorite, like, one of my favorite lines in that whole movie is, like, uh, like they like try to destroy the head, and they're like, Wait, "Why didn't it work? It worked in the movie." And the yeah. guy just goes, "You mean the movie lied?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that was that's a that's a great movie. I bought that movie like right after oh, we yeah. watched that, dude. Yeah, Blake was taking that to sell it at McKay's, and I'm like, "No, dude, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm Why? taking this." Why would you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we should. Uh, I'd like to watch a movie together sometime. Oh, okay. So I had an idea. Um, so you know, I was doing those live streams and everything. Mm-hmm. I do have a live stream with. Uh, our buddy uh, David Brandon at, at sometime in the month, but I wanted to do one more, and I wanted to just do probably more of like an update show, but at the same time, maybe me and you could do it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do um, so, like you know how like sports teams have uh, like like basketball like have brackets, you know, like tournament yeah. brackets, right? And you know, you boom, boom, and then they go to the next round. Um, so I want to do a bracket, a horror movie bracket, or a yeah. horror like slasher bracket, like. Who would who is the best horror villain essentially? Okay. You know, okay. so like we got like Jason, you got Michael, you got Freddy, Chucky, Pinhead. Every you know, put them all in this little bracket, and then you go like we'll talk about. All right, who is gonna win? Who's who's gonna win in a fight? Or who's a better slasher? 
Pennywise or Michael Myers, you know, something like that. And then we're like Michael Myers. And then we go from Jason to Pinhead and then Jason, you know, you kind of do like a bracket or like, or even movies, but we'll do like a bracket or something like that. And then we kind of just determine the winner of the bracket. I think that'd be fun. Have audience participation and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, I've been wanting to do a couple of like spooky live shows recently on the, on the strange films cast. It's like October, like I like, Maybe I'm the weirdo and that like I just don't really watch horror in, outside of October because it's like I like to save it all so I can let it all out at once. Yeah, I, it's weird. I like I love watching horror movies, but it's it's very I, I, it's just a rare one. You know, I watch it on rare occasions. Like, I mean, one out of four movies is nah, I wouldn't even say that. One yeah. out of ten movies is a horror movie I Pretty watch. Much. You know, it's like like unless it's like a really crazy good horror movie that's out and I and I can watch it. Yeah. I'm not really seeking out too many horror movies unless I'm just randomly in the mood for it. Uh, the last one I watched before Spooky Season was uh, The Black Phone, and uh, yeah. which I liked. I really I liked that one a lot. So, yeah, I know all these episodes all month long is gonna be all. Yeah, we we like just started. <laughs> spooky season. People are gonna be like, no bitch about stuff. They're gonna be like, this is a a movie podcast, guys. Do not get this twisted. They don't bitch about anything. They bitch about movies or they why, are, movies. why are you being happy why are you talking about things you like <laughs> oh wow i will be miserable i know do we have any more complaints for the episode uh you know what uh yeah we may as well how, how, how far into the recording are we probably like what 40 minutes or so 49 uh we have We've got a few this, minutes hey yeah this is it would be nice it would be nice yeah i was wondering i was like do we need to do that anymore? it would be nice <laughs> if we remember i think i remembered like 20 minutes ago but it's like you were in the middle of talking and i'm like i can't do it yeah, yeah, yeah. uh hey you know what would be nice What's that? It would be nice if human beings didn't have to eat all the time. Oh, dude! Oh my God! You telling me, dude? I'm, th- I'm, I was, you would, you, you know, it's just I've been thinking about it a lot, and I think about like, I, uh, I, I managed to keep busy. You know, I've, I'm writing a game. I want to write scripts. I've got skills. I'm trying to learn. I got books I want to read. I got chores I got to do. I'm trying to run more. I'm trying to exercise. It's I can always plan out my day and be like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And you know what happens? You know what happens every time? I'm in the middle, I'm in the zone, and my stomach says, no, you're not. You're going to have to stop everything. You're going to go downstairs, and you're going to find something to eat. And it makes me so mad because it's like, I do like eating good food. I love cooking. I wish I could like wake up and then just not eat all day, and then at dinner time cook myself a delicious meal, and that be it, instead of having to like stop oh gotta stop editing this video because i gotta go eat gotta stop doing this because i gotta go eat and it gets even worse when you're traveling and you're like okay i gotta go to this thing and it's gonna last three hours so i gotta make sure i eat something beforehand but i kind of like and then it's like the debate of like do i cook something do i go through a drive it's just having like if it could just be one meal a day i would be okay with it but it's the fact that it's just like every couple hours it's just like ah well dude i was doing this uh this fasting for a while, you know, I was doing this intermediate fasting where I had to, I was only able to eat from 11 to seven every day, 11 PM, seven or 11 AM to 7 PM. And then I had to right at seven o'clock. I couldn't eat anything. I could only drink water until 11 o'clock the next day. I did that for about six weeks. It didn't do shit for me. <laughs> I mean, maybe it did. I, I had to give it six more weeks, but I was so fucking bored because I was like, like, you know, obviously, because most of some of those days ran into the, the weekends we were shooting. Right. Mm, yeah. And those some of those days were like 12 hour shoot days. Yeah. And, you know, we, we get done at like 10 o'clock at night. 
and I haven't eaten anything all day because I'm so focused on directing and shooting and everything. I'm like, fuck, I'm hungry and I want a beer. And I'm like, you know, so like we go to Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever after. So, you know, I kept fucking up anyways in between, but I was like, you know, my problem is I love food. I love eating. I just mm-hmm. love to eat. So then, uh, then I always, you know, I snack all the time, dude. Like, you know, I, I, I try not to just do it late at night anymore. I just try to, you know, during the day, whatever I, I snack, I, I definitely eat like a lunch and I eat a dinner and I snack a lot in between. But, um, every time I snack and I know I shouldn't be snacking, I always think of like the Grinch and I'm like, do I just eat? Cause I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> and then, or then I think of, uh, Austin powers, uh, gold memories. Like I eat cause I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy because I eat. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I know. Well, you know what gets to me is it's like I have like foods that are like quick and healthy and convenient. Uh, I've been eating so many hard boiled eggs, dude. Like those are good. They're so easy and like I uh, protein. Some people, some people boil them for a whole ass twelve minutes and they come out all chalky and whatnot. I do eight minutes and they're still kind of soft in the middle and kind of yeah. creamy. That's really good, but like it gets annoying. I've had them for been having them for so long. It's like it's it, I don't enjoy them anymore. It's just a it's time it's to a, eat those it's eggs. It's every once in a while it's, thing. It's, I got to do that, and then it's you like put salt on them or anything. Salt and pepper yeah. a little bit. And, yeah, that's that's every once in a while thing, dude. You can't. Yeah, and every... that's the thing. I I find a meal that's healthy and convenient and filling, and then I eat it to death, and then I never want to touch it. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just like I'm lucky that I'm good enough at cooking that I can like whip stuff up and have it be good. But I think I think what spawned this, what made me want to bitch about this, was the other night I made some food. I sautéed some onions, ginger, garlic, uh, red bell pepper, and some cabbage, some ground beef. Put some soy sauce, some mirin, some oyster sauce, mm. some all sorts of good stuff with some rice. Mm. Delicious. Amazing. Ate a whole bowl of it. One hour later, my stomach's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> you want you want to you want to go grab a, a snack or something? And I'm like, what did you do? Yeah. What did you do with all of it? Yeah. That's, it's not like I'm not eating like a snack. It's like there's protein, there's carbs, there's vegetables, there's sugars, there's all this stuff. And it's like an hour later, I'm like having to go raid my pantry to find something to stop the hunger. And I'm that like, is, what's going on? That is a strange thing, dude. Like I'll eat like a really nice, healthy meal that's well thought out. And then you feel like you, you did great. But, but it's then, not like the. it's not like you're starving. It's like your stomach's like, come on, please. Yeah, yeah. And my thing is I have a sweet tooth also, dude. Oh, like yeah. I fucking I gotta have like some sort of sweet at the end of the night, dude. A scoop of peanut butter or ice cream or just cookie or candy something dude i just i'm like no, no, no. <laughs> like I, I, I like yeah the, the thing is with like the sweet tooth is it's like you can have like a single piece of chocolate and that'll do it yes but yes. if you're having if you have a single piece of chocolate that means there's probably other pieces of chocolate in the house yeah which true. means you're just gonna eat the whole thing uh, i'm pretty good about my sweets i i have to i limit myself on that but it's just the other shit dude like especially like chips or like chex mix or something I just go to town on it, dude. Oh, like God. I just like if it's uh, Cheez-Its especially, oh my God, dude. Jesus. Get it away from me. I get I it away from me demolished. because I'll I will I'll eat the whole fucking box. Hey, can we talk about um this someone who probably got a really huge raise and it's probably like changed his life is the dude who works for Cheese It and said, What if we left them in the oven for a little bit longer? Nice. And created extra toasty Cheez Its. Love them. I don't I don't I don't remember the last time I bought regular Cheez Its. I just buy extra toasty every time. I, you know what'd be nice? To be that guy. Yeah. It'd be nice <laughs> to come up with a really simple idea that everyone loves and just rebuild or retire yeah, off it. Yeah. Hey, uh, guy who said to leave them in the oven a little bit longer, if you're listening for some reason, 
Uh, maybe you're that guy in the Philippines who listens for all I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sponsor us. We're here for you. Shout uh, out! Shout out to the one person in the Philippines who's apparently listening. Yeah, let's. We love uh, you. Yeah, I know for real. Let's uh, let's let's wrap this up by talking about uh, our our listeners engagement and stuff like that and some promotions. Yeah, so we got a Philippines listener. That's pretty cool. That's that's cool. I don't know why. But... Don't know why, but the al- <laughs> algorithms are weird. Algorithms are weird. We love you. So if you come back to listen to another one, thank you. Uh, but no, we've got a. Says we have, it says we have like thirty-eight plays on all of our episodes, which I'm assuming probably a dozen of them is between us and maybe a couple. I don't know. I'm saying probably us testing and listening to our episodes and whatnot. Yeah. But I, but it is, it does say we have uh, like twenty-three unique listeners on our uh, on our podcast, and we're we're gonna we're almost halfway to our uh first ad goal which is would be cool you know and then and we're getting some uh, love on the instagram that's nice Hell yeah and uh yeah uh the the whole apple and spotify thing fucked me up for a little while but it should be good for now from yeah. now on we got music monday coming up next this next monday no, yeah we had to we had to catch up <laughs> yeah yeah stuff stuff happens yeah 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 but other than that man um anything you want to plug or promote for the for the episode uh i mean uh maybe maybe i'll be doing a twitch stream i'm gonna be I'm gonna be house sitting uh it's it's a weird situation it's literally my neighbor so i can like go home at the end of the day but like i might like do like maybe like 9 10 p.m twitch streams and whatnot at some point but uh whenever that happens whenever i decide i'll uh i'll let you know i might have to do a test run and just have august watch to make sure my audio levels are okay but uh if i'm doing that i might i'm probably gonna be playing probably silent hill maybe um Maybe uh some quake uh Halloween levels because those are those are out there and those are cool but uh yeah if you want to watch my dumbass play some spooky games uh that'll be there and uh we'll, we'll we'll share the link with you when that's ready yeah we'll definitely do that cool man uh all right I've got a few things to to plug here uh let's see so got the new comic book coming out uh finally got the funds in for that so we're gonna be righteous yeah we're gonna be uh per- push putting that to print here soon. Uh, but that's a lot strange films related. Uh, but in the uh, strange films universe, which we're a part of here, uh, our movie, new movie coming out, he comes to kill. We're going to be having a world premiere theater screening on November 19th. And I'm excited about that. So, uh, that will be November 19th at 6 PM at central cinema here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Hell yeah. Yeah. I am uh, two weeks away from probably getting this whole thing finally done and, relax for a there little we while go. yeah it's always a it's a nice feeling but it's also kind of depressing because you're like now what now what now it's holidays that's what i want to do i yeah. just want to kick back and we'll podcast that's what that's what we'll do that and we, we, we've got scripts we talked about we've got, uh, we've we're, got we're already working on, we're already working on that and maybe a potential film festival for yeah, next year though so. we got shit to do we still yeah. got to do um let's see so other than that oh uh, i'm gonna be on a live show this friday night oh um, cool yeah uh do you know justin mullins heard the name all right so he went to etsu um mm-hmm. he was in my graduating class or at least i to be honest i don't even know if he graduated my class or not but i just know he was in my time and i'm a couple years ahead of you so he uh he was very well known and still is very well known as far as being like the um the i don't know how to properly say it but like the notorious like not give a fuck and do things controversial and say things controversial on air and he got kicked off the radio station at ETSU for doing stuff like that. Wow. And anyways, um, he's been, I, I've, 
we've been friends on Facebook for a while. Actually, shout out Justin, man. He was in my one of my very, very, very first short films, uh, a Waldo video. Hmm. He was in that video. Um, but anyways, uh, uh, I've kept up with him over the years, and he's um, he's been a fan of my work and everything, and he invited me out to be on his show. It's a late-night Friday night show, so I'm going to be on his uh, live stream this Friday night. Cool, cool. The Justin Freak Show is what it's called. So. Good name. Yeah, it's a pretty good name. Um, on that... That's it. Follow us on uh, Instagram. It would be nice podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. That's been... uh, also, uh, if you're on Steam, Wishlist Phantom Fury on Steam. Ah, there it is. Steam. There we go. Yeah, Phantom that. Fury. Got to put that in there, man. And I can't wait. As time goes on, you can talk more and more and more about it and, yeah, we, and push we, it more and more and more. It's been less than a month since we announced it, so like we're probably going to be like the, okay, good, we can, <laughs> we can actually work on it for another couple of months yeah, and yeah. then say something. I don't, I don't know, but uh, we'll have updates when we have updates. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's cool, and dude. And I'm, uh, I'm John Queener Films on YouTube and Facebook, uh, at John Queener Films on Instagram, and at Queens of John Age on Twitter. Yep, at It Would Be Nice Podcast on Instagram, like I just said, and then you can follow me at August.Aguilar on Instagram. You can check out Strange Film Studios on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate you listening. Check out the podcast. We're on, uh, whether you're on uh, Apple or Spotify or all those... If you're listening to the podcast, you probably already know where to find it. Well, yeah, that's true. I don't know why I plugged it in. Maybe but, uh, maybe someday, maybe we'll have like a, a restaurant. We'll just put on like the podcast, and someone will be walking by, and they'll hear it over the speaker, and they'll be like, "I got to know where to find this podcast." Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? What I was meant to say, I guess, was uh, if you like the podcast, let us know. Like, rate, review, subscribe, ring that bell. Oh, that's YouTube. <laughs> Whatever. Do all the things that make the, our podcast popular. Yeah, yeah. Give us a share or something. I don't know. Let us know you listen to that. And, uh, and hey, cool. uh, the two people at my improv group that I told about the podcast and they thought it was cool, I'm going to know if you didn't listen next week. <laughs> there so, you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, got a, got a week to listen. And then, Less than a week. We meet on Monday. Wow, well, Monday. Yeah, you gotta you know use it Monday and a, and a Wednesday coming at you. All right, we appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. It would be nice. It would be nice.